Live from the Hoopy Insurance Services Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, The Fan, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday, June 24th, 2023. Good morning, everyone, along with producer, co-host, Justin Kenny from OutsideTheHuddle.net and OPS. Of course, I'm Jim Shovlin. Uh, welcome in to Talkin' Sports, where we talk local sports of all sorts uh, for about an hour. Yeah, you know, till, uh, till 10 o'clock. And then uh, we give way to other things. But, uh, of course, you just listened to New Track Record with Justin Kenny and Caleb Hatch. Uh, also the hosts of Caleb and Kenny in the morning, five days a week from 7 to 9, right here on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Justin, how are you this morning, sir? Good morning. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, good. Saturday morning and uh, another hot one on, on tap for us. Yes, it looks like it, yeah. And then uh, the last dry day for a little while, but that's okay. Yeah, we could use the rain a little bit uh, for sure, but... Um, Took in at least some of an exciting baseball game down in the Queen City last night with uh, the Reds getting their 12th straight victory and Ellie De La Cruz hitting for the cycle. How about that? And, okay, was that the the major league record, He the youngest or the earliest in a major league career to hit for the cycle? Because I saw also that he, he set a major league record. He did. Uh, he is the fifth youngest. Okay. Uh, I have it on my phone, actually. Mel Ott is the youngest to hit for the cycle at 20 years, 75 days old, way back in 1929. Somehow I knew you would have that on your phone being a Reds <laughs> fan. Uh, Cesar Cedeno is the only player that, uh, in the modern era, uh, 1972, 21 years, 159 days. Ellie Houston Daly Cruz. Astro. Yeah, 21 years, 163 days. But Reds fall behind 5-0 in the first Last night against arguably the best team in the National League, if not the entire league right now, and how they're playing eight straight dubs going into last night. Reds claw back two home runs by Joey Votto. Looks and playing like he's 10 years younger at this point. Uh, just very, very impressive. Yeah, they, they get a streak going, and then, oh, by the way, here comes Joey Votto back. Yeah. My goodness. Um, yeah, it, Fun times in Cincinnati. Sellout crowd last night. Well, 43,000. 43, yeah, yeah. 43,000 in Cincinnati. That's great to see for baseball that uh, just goes to show in the major league level. Well, unless you're in Oakland or Tampa Bay, if you win, they will show up. Yes, um, of which you even have. Now, now Oakland, uh, not this year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they are right on the heels of the Kansas City Royals right now. They are. They and actually, for, uh, the Royals had had taken over that worst team in baseball there for a little bit. But. Oh, just just briefly, yeah. So, it, it, I, I think I think they can catapult them. But uh, you know, look at the Tampa Bay Rays, best record in baseball and uh, one of the worst attendances. So, yeah. Like, what else do you have to do for people to show up? Move. But, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously move. People say new stadium, but I don't even know if that. I, maybe in the short term, you know, it, it would give it, you a bump, but. Look what Las Vegas is is 
they're counting on tourism dollars and tourism revenue from uh, those that are visiting Vegas to say, hey, let's go to a game. Right. In the uh, in the retractable roof, uh, you know, billion dollar stadium. So uh, that's what they're banking on. Uh, I I hope it works. Of course, you look at the Vegas Knights. Yeah. Yeah. But they hit the ground running. You know, they, they went they to did. this cup final in their first season. Yeah. And you look at Vegas with the Raiders. Okay. That's eight or nine games unless they make the playoffs and it's more. Even with the Golden Knights hit the ground running, were successful from the jump, 41 home games outside of the playoffs. 81 home games in baseball, and you have a team coming in that needs a lot of work in terms mm-hmm. of restructuring that roster. So what's 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 the popularity going to be? But yeah. then again, you look at it and say, well, it can't be any worse than what they're having in Oakland, right? But, you know, you, you got to you, you almost have to like the Golden Knights. The Golden Knights got uh, into the... Uh, uh, you know, the, what, the re-entry draft or the... Not yeah, the, the expansion draft. Expansion yep. draft and, and made some waves. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, they, they brought some bona fide NHL veterans in and here they are. You know, so it's, it's kind of a, uh, a recipe for success that way. But, yeah, we'll see. But uh, Unfortunately, no expansion draft for the Oakland A's when they do move, but no, uh, as much no. as they should. But... I, I, I've, I've admittedly, of course, never witnessed every team and every market and all that, but I will say there's something special in Cincinnati in the summer when the Reds are good, and and that's where they're at right now. Who knows if it lasts all the way till September, October. They may not even make the playoffs, but there is no, um, in my experience, there is no city that gets behind its team more than the Reds when they're winning. Now, they can be apathetic when they stink, and that happens a lot, mm-hmm. but there is no greater energy, no greater excitement in a city than in Cincinnati in the summer when when the Reds are atop the Central. And they are by and they are right game now. and a half. Yes, yes over game Milwaukee, and a half over so. Milwaukee right now. Meanwhile, the Cubs, they're playing in London today and tomorrow. They're playing across that? the pond, playing the, playing the Cardinals. So yeah, it'll be a little bit different. Yeah, and the Cardinals uh, is starting to... Uh, Win a few games every once in a while. Yeah, now, so. Cubs have been on a streak. They're trying to climb into the race, just four back. So uh, the mediocrity of the NL Central giving uh, teams a lot of excitement so far this season. Indeed. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply text line. 46862, put TS in the front of your message, if you will. Uh, last night over at Georgetown Little League, the District 10 City Championship game for Major League Baseball uh, took place, and it was two, count them, two teams from Foster Park Little League. Okay. It was Carson Law, the champion of Foster Park, going up against Hall's Restaurant, who finished second. Okay. And so it was a one versus two there. Uh, I had the good fortune to have the best seat in the house. I was able to do PA for that. Outstanding. And uh, the Hall's Restaurant team prevailed by a score of three to one, and it was... Uh, defense, the pitchers threw strikes. The game took, six-inning game, took all of about an hour and 20 minutes wow. to take care of. And it was just uh, bam, bam, bam. Ground balls were fielded and, and uh, put out. And it was uh, it was a lot of fun to be around. But, you know, once again, having been around Little League Baseball since the 60s, this has always been, one. you know, the – the city tournament doesn't usually happen in, in all locales. And uh, to have this done in District 10 in, in this city tournament 
is uh, is quite prestigious. So uh, congratulations to Halls, your District 10 city champs in uh, Little League for 10, 11, 12-year-olds. And Foster Park, still a, a real, and I passed it last week on a bike ride, just uh, the, a hidden gem. It's still a well-kept park for baseball, and... It just you know it's hidden. It's off the main main road there, and you kind of have to weave your way through to get back to the Foster Park baseball diamonds. But man, it's just a nice secluded area with some with some well kept parks and continue to produce good baseball. I wanted to ask you this because it's kind of been on my mind. I, I I've walked a couple times down to Hamilton Park and watched some games. Do you have you seen the quality of little league baseball decline in the day of travel baseball? Or have you not seen an appreciable dip? Uh, it's tough to say. Now, last night, um, yeah, you put the really good teams up. I'm yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Now these are the these are the two best teams. But we didn't have a uh, nice save. I knocked over my own coffee. <laughs> um, we had two teams. Of course, they played the night before. Yeah. Um, the pitchers both threw strikes. One. Uh, Threw a little harder than the other. But I didn't see that dominating, that six-footer, that kid that comes out and hits bombs. Uh, I can recall Brian Bobe uh, from Bishop Dwanger and IU when he played baseball over at Georgetown. The the front windows of the homes across the street on Trier Road were always in jeopardy when he <laughs> came to the plate. And, and I just uh, he was incredibly strong, and, and uh, he dominated baseball games now i i don't know if we're seeing that maybe that kid is on some elite team or let's say playing for the indy bulls or something like that uh or an elite team but um has it fallen off there's fewer teams right i know a couple of the leagues that, that used to be prosperous ain't so much anymore and uh, my grandsons both play at georgetown so i i see a lot of that um but they have several teams and they have they have pretty good baseball. Uh, so I, I still, you know, I've, I've seen some travel ball as well. Some are, are very good. And I think uh, you still might get some of the elite players that are going to head to travel and play there. Right. Um, but Little League, has, if it's dropped, it hasn't dropped much. Yeah. And I would love to see, and it sounds like numbers are heading, trending back up for Little League baseball too. Good. So... I think we run into, with travel sports, we've talked about this before, and travel baseball used to be the summer was travel baseball time. You started, you did spring and into early summer for Little League, and then you add Babe Ruth League and all that stuff. And if you if you played the summer with travel, like, you were really good. You'd hear about, oh, man, he plays travel ball, right, after Little League. Now it's like you don't have to be an elite player to play travel. There's just a lot. And it's almost like you look at some of these kids and parents, you're like, why are you paying all this money? Right. When you could just go play little league. Well, because they think you know? because they think there's there's exposure and they're told that there will be exposure of their kids, their 12, 13 and 14 year old kids to the college level and that's it's not the it's case. Not, no. There's there's no scouts no. going to these travel no. tournaments. And it's it, it is not, you know, and and it's all about uh, we'll get, you know, go get private lessons and and have your velo checked and uh you know, your launch angle on, on this <laughs> yeah, and that. Right. Um, you know, hey, God bless the ones that go out there and teach the kids the game. But 
I know from my personal perspective, being a JV high school baseball coach, we have to teach these kids that come in as incoming freshmen so many nuances of the game that probably should already be covered if they've right. been playing several years. Yeah. You know, pickoffs, timing plays, things like this, uh, certain, you know, first and third defense, first and third offense. Uh, well, situ you know, situational fielding, you know, yeah, okay. double cuts and yeah. things like this that that a lot of these kids because the travel team, they just put these guys together yep. in, in like an all star uh, situation is go play, boys. Right. You know, and they do. They go out and play. And, and it's pretty much probably the same for, you know, travel softball as well. Sure. I mean, you have so many average and slightly above average players that probably should just be playing Little League as opposed to spending money and traveling and doing all this. I look at some of these teams and some of these players and I'm like, why, why you just go play little league baseball, just go down to St. Joe and play little league, go to Georgetown, whatever. But instead it's this, this, uh, this desire to, I don't know, be a part of something they feel is elite or what I don't get it. Maybe it's the parents thinking they're better than they are. I, maybe they look down on little league. I, I don't understand it because when you and I were kids, the, the, everybody played little league. You mm -hmm. maybe then played, travel or something after but everybody played little league yeah every great player played little league now you feel like if you're a really good player and even a slightly above average player you're you're traveling which i see it in in seven on seven too is sometimes i look at it and go man do we need all these teams because i'm looking at a kid that's like yeah he should probably just be playing wreck flag mm -hmm. right but you have Parents and that, that is available, correct? Correct. Yeah, you know, rec league or whatever. And so you look at them like, man, they're spending thousands of dollars to travel and all this stuff. When you're like, oh, they probably don't have to be doing that. But it's a difficult conversation to have with people, right? Especially with parents that think their kid is better than they are. Yes. Yeah. And and what parent doesn't? Yes. You know, you, know? you have to you have to be behind your own uh, your own kid. So four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line four six eight six two with T.S. in front of your message, if you will. Uh, you know, with myself, when I grew up, it was in the summertime, you, you could play Little League, and, and Senior Little League started around that time. But if you were decent, you tried out for, well, Mickey Mantle League, sure. which was 15 to 16, yeah. and then Connie Mack at, at 16, 17 plus. And um, so... Those those that played that that was kind of that was kind of I guess the elite right. And then when you get into fun because when I played Connie Macball, I think in my high school team I only had one other teammate from my high school team on this Connie Mac team that was coached by my high school coach, but everybody else was from Norwell, Southside, Wayne, you know, yeah. Jay County, things like this. And and I I'm still friends today with several of these people that. Uh, Came from different locales and different high schools, but it, it just like you put together little all-star teams, and we had ten teams in this county Mac league. And we played at City Utilities and Shove and McMillan, and uh, it was some pretty darn good baseball. Yeah, when I, they got rid of the names by the time I got there, but you know, junior junior league was thirteen, fourteen year olds. Mm -hmm. Senior league was fifteen, sixteen, and I remember, you know, talking to kids at school. And hey, you know we got a couple spots available on this team. Come out and play in in high school, and and would would come out and play. So, yeah, it's just different now. 
the days. I, I don't know if it's better, different, worse, different, or it's just different. And <laughs> and and we 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 just wish it was like it was when we were kids, oh, yeah. but not necessarily worse. But I just look at it sometimes, and I go down. I, I've seen it at Hamilton Park, and I, I look at the shortstop playing, and which which traditionally is your best fielder, and just letting balls get through that shouldn't for a shortstop if he's playing that position. You're mm-hmm. like, man, we've seen a drop in quality at Little League, but uh, maybe I'm just catching wrong t- wrong times, wrong games, and and all that. But uh, or maybe it's just I have an elevated opinion of, of how we played when well, I was at Little in, League. And too. that can be too. The <laughs> expectations can be raised as well. But you know, and and I go back. You know, you're talking about Little League and in Junior League, Senior League, and then Big League came along for 16, 17, and 18 year olds, high school players that uh, that either didn't want to follow the the travel or the county max schedule or hey, just we're just on that at line. But I, I know St. Joe Little League had a big league team that would represent District 10 all the time and go to tournaments, you know, uh, the Little League sanctioned tournaments. You know, it was uh, Wayne Horn and Bill Davenport got that started and did that for years. I mean, their their kids were went through it really quick, and then they were gone, but Bill and Wayne stuck around, and uh, they were just uh, tough. They were tough to beat. But uh, but they would get kids that wanted to play and wanted to play for them. So that was uh, that was something pretty cool. So that uh, back in our day segment is uh, yes is uh, brought to you by uh, Patterson Fletcher. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how you grow up and you still remember the teams you played for. Oh yeah. In every day. So like you know I'd played when national Sur- the national serval was one of my teams in in major leagues and in, in little league and. Every time you'd see an, a Serval truck, it was just it would click in your head. Mm-hmm. And whether it was as Well Street Hardware or Fred Tenya Shoes down at uh, at Hamilton Park or Tim Didier Meats, which is still a sponsor down there with Tim Didier. So, um, yeah, it's it's amazing how that that stuff really sticks with you. Well, out of Georgetown, celebrating their 50th season, uh, Wolf Betting has been and is still one of the sponsors of a little league team there. And uh, they were even before that when they were at Lakeside Little League. They were one of the sponsors back in the 60s. So, but that that's top of mind awareness for me, somebody that's a, a local sports junkie. And, uh, yeah, you look at it. I played for civilian construction in Little League, and uh, we uh, we were not good. <laughs> um, so uh, I only played as a 12-year-old. But, yeah, they were minor league teams that got brought up because they won and uh, yeah, we won six and a half games and lost uh, fifteen and a half, fourteen and a half. Sorry, um, we tied Coke on the uh, minor league diamond without lights. Second gotcha. game, had to play there anyway. <laughs> um, that's uh, it's amazing. Let's, remember you know what? Let's go ahead and take a break All and right, give the listeners something to something to really listen to because <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have Mike Nutter on with us and uh, and we got a text that's come in and uh, it will we'll read that for Mr. Nutter when he. Uh, when he arrives, but we'll take a little break and come back. You're listening to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. 
The Sports Rush with Brett Rump. Fort Wayne FC coach Mike Avery. What does it mean to soccer as a whole to have Lionel Messi signing with Miami? Unbelievable. Just the sheer star power. They're building something really special down in Miami, and I just think all of the eyes of the world are going to be turning to that team and then our league here in the MLS. It's a really exciting time. The Sports Rush with Brett Rump. Listen every weekday at 4 on Fort Wayne Sports Station. Listen live at 1380thefan.com. Excuse me. Frank Grody here from Grody Mitsubishi. This month I need your help, but my misfortune could be your big opportunity because I'm turning lemons into lemonade. So no matter what's kept you stuck in a car you hate, bring me that lemon and I'll help you sweeten things up in a new Mitsubishi you love. We've got all the deals to be your main squeeze. Low down payments? Yep. Low monthly payments? You bet. What if I'm still being squeezed by payments on my current car? I'll give you up to five grand more than it's worth based on the price of the car you pick. But Fred, what if my credit's sour? Forget about it. My team is simply the zest. They'll always come to your lemonade. What's my For the People credit approval process? It's easy peasy lemon squeezy. So if you want to squeeze out some deals, we won't leave you thirsty. Visit me at Grody Mitsubishi today. But hurry, a deal this sweet won't last long. I'm Fred Grody and I'm a dealer for the people. Visit me between Lake and State on Coliseum or get pre-approved at GrodyNation.com. That's GrodyNation.com. Credit requires bank approval. Negative equity may be refinanced. Vehicle purchase price determines actual trade allowance. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of the Kelly Blue Book Company Incorporated, which is not affiliated with Grody Mitsubishi. Offer absolutely ends June 30th, 2023. I know you've seen those new metal roofs going up. Beautiful, right? Many of those were installed by Honest Abe Roofing with lots of colors and styles to choose from. And durable? Probably outlive you and me both. If you're considering a metal roof, do yourself a favor and ask Honest Abe for a free 16-point evaluation of your roof and available financing. Honest Abe from Metal Roofing. Same great company, same great service, same great quality difference. Honest Abe, Northeast Indiana's reliable roofer. I can't think of any way to improve upon the service that I received. Gibson's Heating and Plumbing is your independent American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer that is ranked number one out of nearly 300 dealers nationwide in customer satisfaction. Here's what Gibson's customers are saying. The office is always courteous. Gibson's service tech is exceptional in his attitude and performance and is friendly and efficient as he follows up and explains what he's done that day and what needs to be done if there's going to be a follow-up. Kudos to Gibson's for their outstanding service. Your independent American Standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Over the past few years, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected how we live our daily lives. Today, we also face a mental health pandemic that threatens our well-being as we attempt to rebuild our social networks and communities. The pandemic has reminded us to value family, community, and our human connections. However, it has also left many of us feeling more isolated, confused, and alone, struggling to find meaning amid loss and uncertainty. Today, one in five Americans experience emotional and mental health challenges. But many of us do not understand what we are facing or know how to ask for help. At the American Psychiatric Association Foundation, we understand what you are going through, and we are here to help. Our vision is to build a mentally healthy nation for all. We work every day to eliminate stigma, combat mental illness and substance use disorders, and advance mental health. If you or someone you love needs help, you are not alone. Please visit MentallyHealthyNation.org to learn more. Monday, why Trace Jackson Davis is not a pacer. Plus, Ryan Walters continues to clean up on the recruiting trail for Purdue. 7 to 9 a.m. on Caleb and Kenny in the morning. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports. Talking Sports. I was waiting to see if that was the Aerosmith Run DMC version. But it was? No, it's the original. Aerosmith. Okay. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Colored Supply. Fort Wayne Tin Caps got their second half off to a great start with a 6-4 win over the South Bend Cubs last night. And on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Automotive Color, no, powered by Fireplace City County Federal Credit Union, is Mr. Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Mike, good morning. Good morning, guys. So awesome to be on with you. A lot of positive stuff going right on right now, and it's great to be a part of it. My goodness, yes. And, and I want to get to everything... But first, L.A. De La Cruz from the Cincinnati Reds, of course, uh, hit for the cycle last night in the Reds' victory. And uh, Justin Kenny has a, a T-shirt on with De La Cruz in crayon, <laughs> in crayon on the back of his T-shirt. And, uh, it, yeah, just uh, it, it's incredible. He's giddy with that 12-game win streak. But... I told him as we came in, didn't disclose everything, but I said, Mike Nutter will have a fun fact for you when we come on and talk with Mike. So go ahead and divulge to Mr. Kenny. Yeah, a year ago at this time, he was playing at Parkview Field. And that's what's so amazing about the game right now. I'm a charter member of the L.A. De La Cruz fan club. He was a nice kid for us to work with. He was the first guy I ever saw take an Uber to the ballpark at high A every day of a, home, of a series. Really, really nice kid. When he walked by me the first time, and it was a legitimate six foot six and just freaky athletic. But that's the thing. Whether, you know, we've had a couple hundred guys make it from the Wizards and Tin Caps. One's going to debut tonight for a starting pitcher for the Padres that we can mention. But sometimes it's also the visiting team. And Ellie De La Cruz was playing in Parkview Field basically a year ago today before he got promoted to double-A Chattanooga. And then fast, he's taken the big leagues by storm. The scouts that we talked to have a direct comparison, and that's to Fernando Tatis Jr. They said that, like in the Dominican Winter League and things like that, nobody has ever done the stuff that De La Cruz did last winter other than Fernando. And obviously, Fernando's back and doing what he did before his suspension and playing like one of the top five players in baseball. So there's a lot of excitement now around these young players. And De La Cruz got from Dayton, Ohio, and visiting games at Parkview Field up to the Great American Ballpark in a hurry. And the Reds, I'm sure Justin's letting people know, have ripped off 12 straight now. And Votto's back and hit two homers last night. It's really neat to see because that is a great American baseball city but the ownership hasn't given them much to cheer for for, oh, about 20 or 30 years. Well, Mike, how much do you think this influx in young elite talent, and you talk about the Tatis Juniors, you talk about the, you know, taking uh, Major League Baseball by storm and Ellie De La Cruz, this, in my opinion, is necessary to get the young fans back and or or get them on board because I can remember back when I was in my teen years when Mark Fidrich, uh, you know, came onto the scene, Joe Charbonneau in Cleveland, and you yeah. know, he used to open beer bottles with his eye sockets. And, you know, just the, the stories are immense. And then you had Fernando Mania with Fernando Valenzuela, it just on and on. And in the, the Griffey Sr., Griffey Jr., it's 
things like that that evolve, I think, that that get people to become fans and then they stay fans. But, man, there was something needed, and I, and I think this is it at the right time. I really do, too. That Julio Rodriguez up in the great Northwest in Seattle, and there's guys sprinkled all over this country. Uh, even the teams that aren't playing as well have something – that they can rally around. And I saw some quotes this week by some major league players, truthfully, that were a little skeptical about some of the rule changes. And, 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 and they're saying their quotes, the game has never been better, and this is so much of a better version of the game. Still probably need to cut down on strikeouts and walks over time and things like that, but it really is. And it feels like the cool factor, the wow factor, is coming back. And you could leave off every show or talk all week about what Otani's doing. Yeah. I mean, on a level of 77 games he's played this year as a hitter, he's got 25 home runs. I mean, he could hit 50 home runs and win 15 to 20 games as a starter. I mean, this stuff is its insane. It's so cool. I do feel like baseball is a better version of the game now. And with all these young cats all around the country that people are looking at and cheering for, it's really, really neat. We're talking this morning with Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat. And, of course, uh, the team winners last night in South Bend to start the second half, 1-0. Now, the standings in the paper still reflect a kind of an ongoing uh, one-loss record. What uh, Will that soon change over to a first half, second half, or or what can we expect there? I hope so, because actually I misspoke with either you or Justin uh, on his other show with Caleb and Kenny. Uh, so they are back to, for the playoffs for this half coming up, the best second half record. And so that bodes well for us. And so it's not going to be an overall thing. Though The first half champion, the Great Lakes Loons are already in. And now in the East, it's anybody but the Loons, whoever wins at this next half. And so hopefully the Journal Gazette in the next day or two uh, but we did start off two and one, or excuse me, one and zero oh for the second half. We're two and one on this road trip. We started ten and twenty-three, <laughs> and if you look at those numbers in the paper, since then we're something like twenty-three and eleven, or something like that. I mean, the guys have really, really played well. It's been fun to see as it's warmed up. The bats have warmed up. Two more huge homers last night. They tell me the one that Mears hit may have cleared the whole stadium. And it's just neat to see. They've had a lot of fun. You know, I get texts all the time of, well, are they going to let you keep them together and all that kind of stuff? The Padres wheel and deal at the deadline like nobody that's ever been in baseball before. And certainly we've had a lot of guys that have earned a promotion. But right now we're rolling with the guys we have. And it's been really, really good since about May 1st. Now, last night at Parkview Field, there was an attendance of around 8,000. And it wasn't a baseball game. It wasn't. You know, it was a uh, comedy show. A guy named Burt Kreischer came out. I wouldn't call it the most family-friendly event we've ever had. But it was 8,000 tickets sold in two days. We posted some pictures online. I'm headed back in here in a minute. Keith Winter's already back in. We'll change it back over. But he's in St. Louis, Missouri tonight at the NHL Arena playing in front of 15,000 people. It was a major thing for us really a cool thing about entertainment in the summit city two nights ago jerry seinfeld was at the embassy sold it out in a day 
Last night we had Burt Kreischer, 8,000 paid, 8,000 through the door, eight other comedians, an awesome show. Across town, the Doobie Brothers were playing at the Coliseum with their 50th anniversary. Looks like around 5,000 paid for that. It's really cool stuff. We're building as an energy. We've always been a great minor league sports market, but as an entertainment area, it's really happening as well. Another thing, you know, a week from today, it's a totally free event. If people want to come out, uh, they can check out the Fort Wayne Philharmonic and the orchestra next Saturday night. It's awesome. Again, totally free to get in. Uh, the Philharmonic puts on a great show with a double tin capped fireworks show that night. And then, man, we're right back for July 4th, which is usually the biggest game of the year. We warned everybody last week. We're telling them one more time, Jim, <laughs> get your tickets this week. Don't wait until next Tuesday. It might be too late. And so a lot of fun stuff going around the ballpark and with the team. And, and John Nolan just checked in from South Bend, Indiana, and he wanted the three of us to remind everybody, uh, the, actually the tin caps are on the Cubs network tonight. Nationally on the Marquee TV Sports Network, the South Bend Cubs and Fort Wayne Tin Caps are playing to a national audience. So that's really cool as well. Yes, indeed. And, of course, uh, when you talk about Tin Cap alum, um, Matt Waldron debuting tonight hey, for the Padres. You love the knuckleball, don't you? Oh, I, think I love it. have talked about this before over the years. Matt is a rare combination of a knuckleball that dances and... 90 to 93 miles an hour on the fastball. And so well, I got one thing in common with him. Yeah. Yeah. That 93 that you guys <laughs> both feature. And so uh, it's going to be neat to see. I think it's around 215 former wizards and tin caps. Now uh, Matt was a tin cap for a year. A great young man. You just don't see the knuckleball much anymore. And I don't know why, because it's effective. And it's different, and, uh, you know, normally the guys don't have the arm issues that some of the other guys have, but he's a starting pitcher tonight in the big leagues for the Padres at Petco Park, and so he adds to our list of guys that gone, have gone from the Summit City all the way up to the big leagues. So it's a lot of excitement. Incredible. And, and of course, uh, 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Uh, Mike had a text that came in and says, could you ask Mike if you need tickets? For the Philharmonic concert next Saturday? Great question. So I don't believe that you do. I believe that you can just show up and it it scares me as the operator every year because you're like, if this is the year, it always does between six and 8,000. It's a great thing, but no, they should be able to just walk up, come in, general admission seating. We always encourage people to get there early and uh, it's an awesome show. And when they're finishing up for their finale, the fireworks are going off behind them. I really, really honestly believe it's one of the two or three best events we do every single year. And to reiterate one more time, totally free to get in the door. There we go. Mike, thank you uh, for joining us this early Saturday morning. And I'm, I'm sure the uh, cleanup is continuing uh, from last night's comedy concert. So uh, we'll let you get back to that, of course. And uh, we will talk to you next Saturday. I can't wait. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. All right. That was Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, our weekly Tin Caps chat. Had a couple other texts that came in. Um, here's one that says, was Jim able to watch the spectacular pitchers duel in the winner move on, loser go home college World Series game between LSU and Wake Forest? Um, I was watching Rays and Royals. A big time. game. 
It, it, that was right. two, but uh, but I have been following the College World Series, and uh, boy, the the bats of Wake Forest are uh, now on the first tee, I guess, uh, getting ready to uh, hit their golf balls. But uh, uh, LSU in Florida now, wow. So yeah, going to be uh, interesting, and uh, yeah, I'll be uh, they, they play tonight, so. Be tuned in for that. And another uh, text that came in says, T.S., can Justin explain the new IHSAA success factor? Because we had uh, a little news release about that. Well, um, it's been shelved, the new success factor discussion. Um, It all involved the points. The big thing is the four-class adjustment where you're not, splitting it evenly to have the same amount of schools in each class. Right, it's, it's, there's a percentage, isn't Correct, there? yeah. So it'll go go going forward, and this is just before class sports, so predominantly basketball um, for the major sports, is class 4A will be the largest 20% of schools, class 3A will be the next 25%, 2A the next 25%, and class A the smallest 30%. Um, so... Do right. you see this benefiting or uh, stabbing in the back any of uh, our area schools? Well, we'd have to look at it and break it down on who could go up and who can go down. I really mm-hmm. haven't put to the, the, the put it down because you don't know exactly what, what 20%, 25%. So you have to see who's IHSAA uh, eligible. So it'll be the next uh, classification cycle begins with 24, 25. That's when this will be adopted. So not this um, up, upcoming season or... Uh, but the season after. So 23-24 will be the same as usual. 24-25 is when this will start. Do we see a major shift in competitiveness with this? I'm not exactly sure. There will still be people that complain about the the top teams. There will still be people that complain with the private schools. Um, But I I think this could have a little bit of an impact, but nothing drastic, I don't think. Okay. Okay. That's me. People complain about the Catholics. Yeah, really? What a novel concept. Oh, okay. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply Text Line 46862. Put TS to a message. Okay, something uh, before we go to break, non-sports related. However, uh, Ryan Duvall had a, an article in the Journal Gazette this morning about the best cheeseburgers in Fort Wayne. Hmm. And, in fact, I was just talking about this to multiple people recently that, in my humble opinion, the best cheeseburger, and it was noted, it was even, uh, there was even a pick, Coney Island. Really? Oh, oh my goodness. You go there for the hot dogs, but I'll tell you what, the cheeseburger will will grab you, and I'll tell you what, it's, oh, it's juicy, it's the beef, it's, it's great. But, the, you know, there's other good cheeseburgers around, too. And maybe, I don't know, I, I used to really enjoy uh, some of the fast food cheeseburgers, but it seems like something's happened or not happened. Yes. But, and I and don't get me wrong, uh, if you put a plate of Powers cheeseburgers in front of me, too, <laughs> uh, that plate's going to be empty shortly. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Coney Island, my goodness. I think we should just have four or five of them in here have a battle of the burgers one morning. I'd I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And since we're only on for an hour, then we wouldn't start uh, uh, having burping issues or anything like that. Yes. Until we were off. Until after the show. (laughs) So the families wouldn't 
<laughs> benefit at all. But anyway, um, yeah, but I, I saw that. And uh, man, I, I, I don't think I've ever had a burger at Coney Island. A lot of people said that they're, they're magnificent. Mm. Get down there today. Try one. Yes, indeed. Well, we're going to go ahead and step out, take a break. Before we do, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. Oh, well, do you buy bottled water? If you do by the case, you know, 24 bottles, you lug them uh, from the, the grocery into your cart, out of the cart, onto the belt, back into the cart, out to the car, into the trunk or the back seat, and out of the car, into the house. Yeah, I can save you all of that. Call Culligan today, 484-8668, 484-8668, and ask them about their reverse osmosis drinking water system. You would have... Dr- Bottled water drinking, bottled drinking water quality, there we go, right at your tap. I mean right at your kitchen tap. You turn on the your, your faucet, boom, touch a little button, your pressure changes, and you know that's, that's your reverse osmosis water. And it is pristine. It is great. Uh, Diane loves it not only to, to drink but to cook uh, for the animals in the house as well. Uh, and it's priced competitively, you're probably going to be saving money over the the price of uh, getting a case of bottled water. And it's right there. It's so convenient. It takes all the work out of your, your lifting and doing this and doing that right there at your sink. And Culligan will maintain it. Get this. Now, you can buy this system from Culligan or you can rent a system. Either way, very affordable. Give them a call today, 484-8668-484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Beat the heat this summer by installing a solar attic fan from Koala Insulation. Your wireless solar attic fan from Koala will keep you comfortable on even the hottest days this summer. It'll help with your energy costs this winter, too. Your Koala attic fan will kick on when your attic reaches 85 degrees or 75% humidity and save you money year-round. Be sure to use the 26% federal tax credit from your solar attic fan. Go to koalainsulation.com to schedule your free attic evaluation and order your solar attic fan today. The share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Treat yourself to tasty deals. Enjoy delicious bundles for $3.29. Try a crispy McChicken with small fries, savory McDouble with small fries, or golden six-piece McNuggets with small fries. Find your favorite bundle today. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Why? 
why take a chance? Why risk a mistake? Why say something? We all have reasons why we choose to ignore the things that give us pause, that seem out of place, that don't feel right. The word why can either paralyze us or empower us to stand up and protect what we love. So if you see something, why do you say something? I see safe for my family. I see safe for my friends. I see safe for my students. We see safe for each other. I see safe because all of this matters. We all have something worth protecting. A why that unifies this community we're all a part of. So protect your everyday. Report suspicious activity to local authorities. If you see something, say something. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips that you plan in advance, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends for which you make a group chat three months before so that nobody or anything is missing? Or your daughter's first birthday party? You planned it with such dedication that instead of the first, it felt like our quince's. Start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Protecting your family is the best plan you can make. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. I came out in the 11th grade. Nobody was embracing you. The kids were cruel. It was very difficult to be gay. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. The hard part was determining that I was going to do it, but I definitely didn't do it alone. At age 30, with the help of her mentor, Carissa finished her high school diploma. I have a mentor, Maria. She convinced me to continue my education and to finish what I started to get my diploma. She just never judges. She's a true role model. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, go get it. You can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply. I love the Eagles. Oh, take it to the limit. Welcome in to Talking Sports, powered by Automotive Color and Supply for a Saturday morning. Pretty nice Saturday morning, a nice warm one on tap. But when you look out and you see those on a, on a June morning, your thoughts turn to, well, hockey. In ECHL hockey, in Fort Wayne Comets. And, of course, you know, they just introduced their new coach, Jesse Kalecki, uh, uh, earlier this week. And uh, so on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Automotive Color and Supply, is Fort Wayne Comets President Michael Franke. Michael, good morning, sir. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. It's been a long time. It's been since the first week of March since uh, we talked. Uh 
had my knee surgery uh, in March, which went exceptionally well. Uh, Dr. Snyder at Fort Wayne Ortho did a wonderful job, and that thing's going well. But uh, ran in six, seven weeks later to some complications mm. uh, from, I don't know if it was from the surgery or whatever. So we're dealing with that right now. But all in all, the knee surgery went extremely well. Well, very good. Very good. And, and I do have my my little spies within the front office there that I uh, checked in on you uh, through them. And, uh, yeah, they were giving me some uh, some nice little updates, so, Mitch. Uh, yep. But anyway, <laughs> uh, let's talk about what was the process in which you were able to whittle well, things down we, from? We put stay or go in a hat and pick that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, um because well, you first had to, of all, you had to get the resumes. Process, the process started with, okay, do we bring the previous coach back or not? Mm-hmm. And that was, you know, that was not easy. Um, but we decided to make a change. Then uh, when that occurred, we knew that we would receive quite a few um, applications for the job. It's a good job. And, uh, but the question always is, who's it going to be? And the bigger question is, <laughs> are you going to be better off with the new person mm-hmm. than you were with the old person? And I don't know anyone that can answer that question. So you know, you got to do you got to do that, go through that process. Jesse was the by far the head and shoulders above the best rest. He, uh, you know, he's coached, head coached in the, in the Southern pro league and was very successful. He's been a assistant with the Florida Everblades the last few years. They've won the championship the last two years. He's an excellent recruiter. He, uh, has excellent people skills. He's a communicator. Um, and he expects effort every night. And that's what we want. We want effort every night. And, uh, you know, win, lose, or draw. If you, well, unfortunately, you don't draw anymore. But if you win or lose, um, if you put your best foot forward and put your best effort forward, you can't be mad at that. Mm -hmm. Because people are only as good as they are. And you can't expect someone to be better than they are all the time. So, the effort's the key, and that's where we feel through talking to a lot of people that he's going to demand that effort. Um, the recruiting part of it is huge, too. Um, obviously, Florida's recruiting some good players the last couple of years. So, you know, he was kind of the main recruiter down there, and he, he learned from the best coach in the ECHL, Brad Ralph. Uh, Brad, by far, in our opinion, is the best coach in the league. So he learned from him for a few years, and uh, we think that's just so valuable. Um, So, you know, we've got the relationship with Edmonton. Um, You know, things are going well with that right now behind the scenes. And, uh, you know, uh, we wish Ben Boudreaux all the luck in the world. He's already taken a new job with Niagara and the Junior Leagues. And uh, so, you know, that's wonderful. And uh, we knew he would. 
uh, you know, we knew he would get a job. And he's, he's basically going home. You know, Niagara is about five minutes from where he grew up. And, uh, you know, so that's cool, too. So we appreciate everything that he did in his six years here as an assistant and as a head coach. And, uh, but now we have a new voice and a new leader. You know, Michael, you talk about recruiting players. And has the dynamic shifted to more of the coach recruiting as opposed to, let's say, front office recruiting? It's a combination of both. Um, you got to talk to the agents, you know, and the more people you have talking to more people, the better opportunity you have to, you know, maybe find those extra special players. So, uh, you know, between Dave and Olivier and now Jesse, uh, they, you know, they contact a lot of people on a daily basis and, uh, that's, you know, that, that really, really helps. And, uh, it's kind of like throwing spaghetti at the wall. You know, the more you throw, um, maybe the better chance you have of something special sticking. There we go. We're talking this morning with Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets. And the the roster is beginning to be built for the upcoming season. And Very you, slowly, yes. Yes, yes. And and can you talk a little bit about a uh, couple of the guys that are, that are uh, in the fold? Well, uh, Provo signed uh, yesterday or the day before the young forward, fast forward that came in at the end and played well for us in the playoffs. Um, there will be very few players back from last year's team. Mm -hmm. um, I will just tell you right now that, because uh, I think it's out on the, uh, the wire right now, Anthony Petrozelli and Matt Alvaro, they have signed and are going to Europe this uh, this summer. So neither one of those will be with the team next year. There are several guys um, that we can could qualify that we didn't qualify, and then we qualified uh, like Ty Felhaber, who was our best player. We qualified him because he signed an American League deal with Milwaukee. Well, if Milwaukee has too many players and they want to send him to the ECHL, they'll have to send He's him here because we own his ECHL rights. Mm -hmm. um, there are familiar names um, that are in the Edmonton fold right now on two ways with us that I can't talk about. Um, Goaltending, uh, Ryan will be one of the two goalies. Um, Panny um, will be one of the two goalies. And uh, there'll be another Edmonton goalie too. So we're going to go with two Edmonton goalies this year because the likelihood of them calling up two guys at once is very minimal. Okay. Well, Michael, thank you for joining us this morning. And, uh, and I look forward to uh, uh, chatting with you some more as we get closer to the yeah, season yeah. as well. If you want to call me later in the summer on updates and stuff like that, that's great. Uh, We'd you know, to. it's obviously tin cap season right now, and they're turning it all around. And uh, it has been a great uh, last month or so for them. And uh, looks like they're going to have a great second half to the season. And uh, did you go to the concert last night? 
I did not because yeah, I, I'm still a little skeptical about taking my shirt off and stuff. So yeah, just, you know. Well, we were going to go, but we didn't go because we found out that Tom Johnston had back surgery about six weeks ago, ah. and he wasn't in the group. And to us, I mean, to me, he's you know he's the Doobie brother. Oh yeah, the Doobie, but yeah. Yeah, you know, and uh, I did see so the Doobie Brothers. Was, I didn't know. I, I wondered how they sounded last night, but uh, you know, I've seen them before, and you know, they're just great in concert. But one man, when I found out he wasn't going to be there, I mean, he's the heart and soul of that group. Yeah, yeah, I saw Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan a few years ago down at uh, Ruoff. Yeah, um, well, yeah, and you know what? Believe it or not, about eight or nine years ago, the Doobie Brothers played at, uh, at the Follinger. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and I mean they were unbelievable. That's right. Yeah, it. Yeah, and, and there's been so many, and it, you know, it, and it's really cool because you have the Coliseum, you have Follinger Theater, you have the Embassy, you have Parkview Field now, and and you have so many multiple venues where you can uh, either take your pick of, of a national act oh, yeah. coming to town. Yeah, now we got Sweetwater out there at the Sweetwater yeah, uh, location. Yeah, you know, it's just crazy and. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of great acts coming through, and um, let's see. Uh, I think we've got a couple of big old rock groups coming in on their last tour at the Coliseum in the fall. Uh, I think Foreigners coming in, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's just cool to see. Oh, it definitely is. And, yeah. you know, Kansas uh, was at the embassy, and, you know, there's three or four of the guys in Kansas that are original members. I mean, my goodness, they're all in their uh, mid to late seventies. Yeah, and and you wonder, you know, I I've I've seen Alice Cooper, and Alice Cooper in his seventies, and the show he still puts on, and his voice is the same Alice Cooper voice I remember from the seventies. Oh, absolutely. And when when he's yeah. in his seventies and and still does it, Paul McCartney's yeah. another one. It's just uh, Paul McCartney's eighty one years old now. It, it, yeah, it just, it Un just unfortunately, it's all starting to come to an end, though. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. indeed. So I guess it does for all of us. Oh, yeah. Well, Michael, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be in touch. Okie doke. Thank you. All right. That was Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets. Uh, in our Comets chat that uh, goes in the off season as well, because the Comets are very good at uh, making news. In the offseason, of course, with player signings and things like this. And, of course, a, a new coach being uh, brought into the fold as well. And Jesse uh, uh, Corelli? Kalecki. Kalecki, I'm yeah. sorry. Gosh. There you go. Yeah, duh, I'm all right. So, <laughs> still, still the pain meds, yeah. Well, I think but, the inter interesting thing that, uh, that Michael said there is very few players back from last yes. year, which makes sense because of the disappointment last year. You have a new coach that comes in, new connections to players and agents and all that stuff, and you're going to see a lot of turnover. I think with a new coach, you want him to bring a new style, a new attitude, and with that becomes new players. So my Comets fans are going to have to get used to learning a lot of new guys heading into the coming season. Right, and and what was one of the knocks on the Ben Boudreaux teams? Lack of, of discipline oftentimes yeah, on the ice and staying out of the penalty box, you know, and so um, – when you know it's it's one of the you know the old adage you, you can't fire the players well i guess yes you can yeah, if necessary yeah, absolutely so can. uh it's just one of those things but uh yeah i'm i'm looking forward to this comment season and, and seeing what uh unfolds yeah and a lot of new guys to learn yes indeed
Well, that's going to just about do it for Talking Sports for Saturday, June 24th. Many thanks to Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, for joining us. Also, Michael Franke, president of the Fort Wayne Comets, for joining us. And Justin Kenny for keeping it all smooth and in plain brush. A little fly by night. So, uh, yeah, he keeps playing that music. Listening with my mouth open. Okay, anyway, that's going to do it. So, Podcasts by Federated Media.